This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is The Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hi, welcome into the podcast. It's the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody, and we are coming at you from Hallis Hall today inside the NFL Network studios. And we are definitely talking about the Chicago Bears as they continue to get ready for their Sunday nighter at the Los Angeles Chargers. And as you remember, earlier this week, we were playing Jalen Johnson with Parkins and Spiegel on the score talking about his contract status. That was on Monday, two days later now. Jalen Johnson was by his locker and a lot of reporters, including yours truly, very interested in to find out what the latest was with Jalen Johnson and his contract. Jalen, has there been any progress with your representatives and the Bears on a potential contract extension? Where do things stand right now? We're going to see by the end of this weekend. I know at the end of the day, it's all that he says, she said, we're in talks, not in talks. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to see if, I, if something gets happened or something gets done by the trade deadline. If I happen to get traded and I get traded, if not, then I get extended, hopefully. And then if not, then I just got to continue to play out. There's plenty of options that this can this can go in, but, I mean, we're all, we're all going to see. I'm waiting to see as well. How much is the trade deadline coming up weigh on you as you end this weekend? you think about it a lot at all or not at all? No, I sleep great at night. Are you happy, are you happy with the way the talks have gone? Uh, nah, it's, it's, it has, I feel like been slower than what I would, I would expect it. Of course, I want it, we want something as early as possible, of course, heading into season and things like that, but not really caught up in just exactly how I want it, but just hopefully, hope being that it plays out the way it needs to. Why, why? In, in terms of the negotiations, what do, what do you want? Like, what, what are the things that would satisfy you? Security. That's what all this is. That, that's what we play the game for, security. And at the end of the day, at, a lot of it goes back to respect as well. At the end of the day, it's not just about taking anything as well. I mean, you can throw some numbers at somebody and just hope they take anything, but that's not that's not what I'm looking for looking to do. I'm I'm looking for respect and security at the end of the day. So why are things moving slowly? Have you put an or a number down that you want and you're waiting to hear from the Bears? Like, what does it mean that things are moving slowly? Uh, I would say things are moving slowly. Things haven't been been done. Things aren't finalized. So I mean, just for me, just waiting to see where where it goes on, on both ends. So, when, when people ask you, do you think you're going to get traded or do you think you're going to get extended? What is it? Fifty fifty. What what is your thought process on the lean? We're going to see by the thirty first. I don't have to, I don't have a thought process. We all going to see. I'm waiting to see because. I can somebody can say one thing and you believe it, and then something else happens. I mean, we seen what happened to McCaffrey, and they told him we weren't going to trade him, trade him at eleven fifty nine. So I don't believe really hardly anything I'm told. I'm I'm going off actions. 
I got to tell you, one thing about all of this is, is I have not heard, other than here in our Bears bubble and Jalen Johnson and reporters locally, I don't really hear too many people talking about Jalen Johnson being traded. Like, I haven't heard rumors of other teams being interested. It doesn't mean that there's not teams, but usually you hear something substantial, and there really hasn't been. So my gut is that he's not going to get traded. Now it just becomes a question of whether or not Ryan Poles wants to extend him now or wait until the, the season is over. Because while it's not unprecedented, obviously, to give guys extensions in the middle of the season, it's rare. It's rare. So we'll see. I still think he deserves it. I don't think that you pay him like an elite cornerback. But I do think that he's a very good cornerback. And one of the things, too, that really drives me crazy in this day and age, and it's coaches that do this, and you know, I, I guess pundits and all of us as well, that somehow if you're not getting you know, five or six interceptions a year, that you're not, a, as, you're not a number one corner. And I'm thinking, isn't the number one job of a cornerback to, to stop wide receivers? to guard the number one guy on the opposing team. I don't know. It just like it almost sounds lazy sometimes when you hear even Matt Eberflus at the beginning of the year talking about Jalen Johnson. How well, well, you know, he's got it. We want more turnovers. I get it. Smart. It's the right thing. Everybody wants more turnovers, but I think a guy can get paid or especially at that position because cornerback, look, cornerback and uh, quarterback, both the CB positions. That's the two hardest positions, in my opinion. So, especially in this day and age of the NFL, if you're good at covering, maybe you need to take a, a new look at what the standard should be for cornerbacks. And I want to make it very clear, too, that I ain't carrying water for Jalen Johnson. I, I don't you know, like, ultimately, of course, it to me, it would seem to fit to have this guy as part of your core for a long time. But you know, it's just sometimes it's perplexing to me that it that we don't talk more about the actual coverage ability and we just look at the stats and say, oh, God, he's only had three interceptions in his three plus years in the NFL. And so yeah, that's not good enough. I mean, that's to me, that's almost dumb. So that's the latest on Jalen Johnson. And we'll see where it continues to to go as time goes on. All right, let's move on. Guess what? Roshan Johnson back. He is cleared to play. The he is cleared concussion protocol. Full participant in practice. Assuming there is no funny stuff, he will be playing Sunday night in Los Angeles. And we talked to Roshan Johnson today. Yeah, yeah, I feel 100. Had a great, you know, training staff and the doctors, you know, kind of helped me through the whole protocol process. That was the first time I ever, you know, experienced something like that. So but I'm just glad to be back. Unfortunately, you couldn't be part of. Last week, but what did you think of the way you guys ran the ball? Uh, yeah, no, I was excited just to see those guys go out there and execute. Uh, I mean, I knew what type of unit we had uh, in, the, in the running back room and in the old line room, and I knew we can go out there and execute at a high level. And I was just, uh, you know, happy to see those guys go out there and do that. First start, I wasn't surprised. Honestly, um, he's a real confident guy, uh, and I mean, I told him before the, that that game earlier that week. 
that I had confidence uh, in in him, and I had faith that he was going to go out and ball, and uh, he just, he did just that. So, do you feel like you're going to have to wrestle back playing time from Deontay Foreman, considering how effective he has been? Yeah, I mean, we got a great running back room. Uh, regardless of who you put back there, I feel like we can all go out there and produce. Uh, and he did what he's supposed to do. So, uh, I mean, I'm supporting him 100. Uh, percent At the end of the day, uh, coach is going to put whoever he wants. So, uh, my job, I mean, I'm just taking a day at a time and just do do what I can. It is going to be interesting to see what happens when Khalil Herbert returns and they are back at full strength, hopefully, at running back when, you know, you'll have Roshan, you'll have Khalil, you'll have Deontay Foreman, you'll have Travis Homer. <laughs> they can't they can't deactivate Foreman at this point. I mean, they really can't. And I do think that Roshan is going to have to – earn some carries back. I mean, look, I mean, really Foreman and Johnson are similar in style, quite frankly. I think Johnson's still a better blocker and maybe a little faster, but there's a similar physical style. So yeah, I mean, look, I, I, with Deontay Foreman, I think you just keep using that until it fizzles out. If it, if it even does, you know, give the, go with the hot hand. Um, so that's Roshan Johnson. That's the, the, the headline is that he's back. That's good. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's get to Luke Getze, the Bears offensive coordinator. And the one thing that I was most interested in is hearing what he would say about the offensive line. And if like Darnell Wright is was back in practice Wednesday, limited shoulder and toe, and I did see him kind of moving gingerly in the locker room. So I'm almost more worried about the toe than the shoulder at this point, to be honest with you. But there are some what-ifs on the offensive line. Here's Luke Getze. Darnell Wright can't go. Can, can you move Borum to that spot? Use Tevin. What What, what are your options? What, what is yeah. can Borum go into that spot? Yeah, well, we, you know, we have we've explored a bunch of different options over the last few weeks because we've been kind of, you know, in flux as far as what may happen through the week, and so a bunch of different options that we have, and we're exploring them all, and so there's not really necessarily just one particular way we can go with that. Is Tevin an option to tackle at either tackle, even though he's been moved around a lot? Maybe maybe that's good. Maybe it makes him more versatile. But is he an option at either tackle spot in this in a potential scenario? Yeah, Tevin, Tevin's capable of doing whatever, you know, all that stuff. Uh, mentally, he can handle all that stuff. And physically, obviously, we know the talent that Tevin is. So Tevin's someone that is capable of, you know, moving wherever we would need him to move to. Sure, you've heard questions about uh, Bajan's arm strength. Can he make all the throws? Does he have a strong arm? Yes and yes, I guess would be the answer to that. Uh, no, yeah, we, we have complete uh, confidence in, in, in Tyson and whatever that, yeah, yeah, yes, I guess that's a simplified answer. He's got a cannon. <laughs> He's got a cannon. Ah, the mystery of Tyson Bajan's arm. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, we don't know. I mean, he says he's got a cannon. Uh, the evidence suggests that they're, they don't think he's got a strong arm because Nathan Peterman came in to throw the Hail Mary at the end of the first half. So, And I, and I just keep bringing this up because ultimately, if Tyson Bajan's going to make it in the NFL and is a starter down the road in his life, if, you know, if he's going to get there, 
he's got to show the ability to throw downfield. Obviously, he can't just be a game manager in this day and age and necessarily get a, a QB one spot in this league. So I'm just I'm doing it all for Tyson. Lastly, lastly, Richard Hightower is the special teams coach of the Chicago Bears. He is um, always entertaining with us, and he was particularly entertaining with us today. There was a blocked PAT. What was your diagnosis on, on that? Thank you, by the way, because I won a bet. <laughs> what? I won a bet because people bet me that that was going to be the first question. <laughs> so I won. <laughs> so I won. So I'm good there. We won last week, and I won today. Uh <laughs> <laughs> protection I, you can't tell who bet you can't say who we've gotten onto an interesting topic here what else do you guys bet on? let me let me <laughs> players betting you or is it the other coaches uh it was no players involved in that bet <laughs> yeah, there was no players involved in that bet there are league rules you gotta worry about here yeah no ain't uh in it yeah what'd you win somebody has to do 10 push-ups <laughs> I don't have to do the push-up, so I won. <laughs> Richard Hightower, ladies and gentlemen. I just love picturing the the coaches sitting backstage, you know, because we're in our little media area, and, you know, they're all in their wings of Palace Hall, and so they're all making bets on what we're going to ask and talking about it. Hey, it's all good. I mean, we talk about them, so if they can't talk about us, I don't know what the hell we're doing here. So uh, always good to hear from Richard Hightower, who they call HT. He is HT for sure. Thank you all for listening to this edition of The Daily Score. Appreciate all your listenership and the kind things you do and you say for The Daily Score. For Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. I will talk to you tomorrow.